How you doing, y'all? Welcome to Nappy and Jay. Today's meet is on finding your passion. Let's get it cracking. 2% on your computer and we're still killing the game. <laughs> I hope it lasts. That's what she said. <laughs> All right, y'all. On today's show, we're going to start with Nappy's Internet Moments. Um, we're going to talk about cat poop retrieval. I got a pretty funny voicemail to show you guys. Um, hilarious shit, I promise. And then we're going to talk about sending nudes, you know, because we love a raunchy moment on the show. We just can't get away from it. Uh, and then we're going to move over to Jay's Peculiar Mind. Uh, Jay's going to talk to us about some cool jobs he's been looking at. I think I might be moving to Russia. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to pop over into the meet. Um, today's meet is about passion. Um, we're going to talk to you guys about a personality quiz we took, go over some tips and tricks, you know, meditation, you know, inventorying your talents. Uh, and then we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about, you know, why we even started the podcast and how we found our passion. So I'm really excited for this one. Um, let's start off with Nappy's Internet Moments. Let's go. Welcome to Nappy's Internet Moments. It's on the internet and it's my moment. It's my moment. Let me shine. All right. So today I'm going to do something a little bit different. So it's just still from Twitter, but I'm going to play you a voicemail that this guy got from his sister. And this shit is viral right now. You ready for this? Yes. I accidentally clogged my boyfriend's toilet, so I put the, took the poop out and put it in his cat's litter box. Then he asked if I pooped in it. And I said, no, but he said his cat has been dead for a week. Please pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> So essentially, this girl pooped in her boyfriend's toilet. The toilet got clogged, and then she took the poop out and put it in the cat litter. But the dude's cat's been dead for a week. So he realized that this girl just pooped and put it in his cat litter. Dude, but honestly, that was a smart move by her at first. Yo, that's genius. Like, like, if you really think about it. Like, like who would have known the cat is dead? Okay, but the size of that poop. Oh, we talked about, like, girl poop usually is, like, pellets, right? I don't know. I've never seen it. You said you... you I've said never you, seen it. I okay. didn't know they even pooped before this voicemail. Okay. You just <laughs> found out today. So I just found out. So maybe it, like, looks alike and she scooped it in there. But that's nasty. I don't know, bro. Did she use her hands? That's what I want to know. I want to know her process of getting it to the cat litter. Yeah. Like, it was like a quick like scoop out of her hands and just like... Throw it in. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Imagine being that boyfriend that would be like, damn. Like, I don't... Like, would you be mad? Well, uh, I don't know if I'd be mad. I'd just be like, dude, we're done. Wait. <laughs> That's Jay's disgusting. first reaction to everything is break up. Dude, that is. Most of the time. <laughs> but, but wait, no. I was thinking about it and... Like, I really think that if I was in her position, I would have fucking went back and cleaned up the litter box. What kind of person leaves that shit in the litter box? But wait, what do you mean? What, what if she had to like, I'm trying, okay, I'm trying to think of the, like, I'm trying to paint the picture. Is she like, is the kid, is the litter box in the bathroom with her and she just like took it and threw it in there? Even if it is, go back and take like, that okay, shit out. Okay, but think about this. What if she walked out of the bathroom with a, like a bag of cat litter? He's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? He'd be like, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm cleaning up after your cat. And then he turns around and is like, well, my cat's he's been dead. dead for a week. <laughs> fuck, dude. She fucked she up. She fucked up. She show. fucked up. <laughs> All right. Tweet number two. Well, yeah. Second yeah. tweet. I did ask be trying to take a two, three minute nap in the morning. 
Alarm goes off at 7.15, and I'm like, shit, I'll get up at 7.18. Bro, I do that, but then 7.18 turns into like 9 o'clock. Bro, I am a snooze whore. I do not know how to explain it to you any further. Like, yo, I have to set my alarm easily a half hour to 45 minutes before I actually have to wake up because I will literally snooze I'm not kidding you, four to five times before I can move. Dude, I do exactly the same thing. I have like four different alarms because, and all of them are snoozing. And then eventually they all team <laughs> up together and it's like one after another. Like, you, snooze, you, snooze, snooze, snooze. You use multi alarms? Multi alarms, That's, bro. <laughs> That's some psycho shit. And yet I still don't get up. I, yeah, it doesn't work. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm really just like not a morning person at all. Yeah. I, I just like, maybe it's a lack of sleep. Uh, or whatever, but I just I can't do it. I know, I know. Um, all right, next one. Sent a guy nudes. He said, "Okay." So I said, "I hope you like them." He responded, "Yeah, no doubt." <laughs> was she pissed about that? I guess she was mad that he was like so casual about the nudes. Like he was just like, "I right, these are cool, dude." What? But that's exactly how I react when I get nudes. I'm like, "All right, sick, sick titties, bro." Like what? What are you supposed to say? Girls do get upset about that. They they want you to like make a paragraph after you see that. He just jerked <laughs> off to that shit and he's no. over it. He's over it. That's wild. <laughs> Not every nude I get, I'm just like yanking off to. But like that's what I'm saying. I get a nude now and I'm just like yawn. I don't know. I don't really care. I'm just like I'd rather see you. I'm not a I'm not a museum guy. I'm not doing? a I'm not a I'm not a look don't touch kind of guy. <laughs> I need I need the full experience. I'm not I'm not here settling for a picture. A picture. I don't know. Have you ever sent a nude? Uh yeah. But I don't I don't know. You just sent it? To who? What? You want me to call people out? <laughs> Yo, I sent it to everybody, bro. I do not give a fuck. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Who do you send nudes to? To people that send me nudes, not the whole world. I actually had like a serial neuter. Like there was a girl that just like, I'm not kidding you. We've never slept with each other. Like not once. (laughs) That is weird. And I swear to God, all we used to do is just send each other nudes off Snapchat. I'm not even kidding. There was like multiple months in a row where we would just send nudes. Never banged, never kissed in our lives. Just always just been on Snapchat just sending nudes. That's a very interesting relationship. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, yo, actually what's really fucking wild is I was dating a girl at the time and she was actually – she came to one of our parties and her and her friend actually – this was the first time and the last time I've ever been offered a threesome – and like little old college me was like, no, I'm in love with my girlfriend. Like, I can't do this. And I think that to this day is still my biggest regret. Fuck, dude. The, it's, she's the one who got away. But I still, um, I have her nudes. So nudes. I guess she's there but forever. Dude, you had a shot at threesome and like now it will never come again, I feel like, for you. What? <laughs> it's That's a one-time thing, bro. <laughs> I can't believe you would fucking say <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's help Jay pick a new career path. Let's go. Jay's peculiar mind. Random shit that will make you shit. So the other day, bro, I was fucking doing schoolwork, getting studying for finals, and I just looked down at my mergers and acquisitions fucking book, and I'm just like, fuck law, bro. I cannot do this shit. <laughs> so I procrastinated a little bit, and I started Googling fucking cool jobs around the world right and the first thing i come across is 
a Russian slap competition. And this shit is legit, bro. <laughs> a new job, a Russian slap competition. These are like, athletes. These guys are athletes, bro. These are athletes right here, bro. <laughs> these guys literally will, like, first of all, you kind of have to be like about 300 pounds, I feel like, to get into this because all of them are fucking. Is there, is there not like weight classes? I know, dude. There, there's not. There's a 300. <laughs> it's just like anyone that wants to come to the table, like just that, getting their shit slapped. Dude, the, the, the best is Vasily. That's his name. His name's Vasily, and he's like humongous. Bro, I've seen videos on this guy. He's fucking beast. He's fucking humongous. And he'll just, he winds up. So he does like a three count. He'll, he'll, he'll aim three times. So he'll go one, two, Three and then just slap the shit out of the guy <laughs> and knock him the fuck out. And I was singing, I was like, dude, I could take a slap. The problem is, I don't know if I could give one. So <laughs> I don't know. I am not letting some dude. Although I will say this, I feel like growing up, dude, we used to do this shit on the train all the time, like in New York. I feel like every other day, like there was like slap box like tournaments. Like <laughs> kids would really just be going super hard, but it always like turns into fist fights. If you oh, if you slap fight and someone slaps the fuck out of you, your first reaction as like a fucking human is like, all right, I gotta kick this fucking guy's dude, ass. Not in Russia. They're just like they're <laughs> like fuck it. This is this is our jobs. This is our daily fucking lives. In Russia, we were. <laughs> we respect the slap. <laughs> Dude, literally though, it gets crazy. Like half of a guy's face just turns completely purple, bro. It's literally purple. But okay, so I realized maybe that that wouldn't work out for me because I couldn't necessarily give the slap. So then I looked up in Iran. There's this crazy shit going on. So basically in the city in Iran, there's uh, 4 million vehicles on the street any given day. And it's a lot of traffic and it's almost six times the max capacity for the city to have those cars on. So the city is like upset about bro, this. Bro, have you ever seen like an aerial view of that shit, bro? There's like, it, it's pretty much just a hodgepodge of cars in an intersection. It's like fucking eight cars wide and people are just doing whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, There's like no terrible. traffic light. That so they just go. <laughs> So they just like go and they just like make their own way and like snake their way through when they drive. Dude, that shit. No, exactly. It's terrible. So uh, Iran basically came up with this odd and even zone law. And basically what it, it does is it restricts um, your access to the roads based on the last number of your vehicle's license plate. So on odd number cars um, can drive on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, even can drive on Saturdays, Mondays, and Wednesdays, and then everybody luckily can drive Fridays. But anyways, oh, sick. anyways, the job that I'm talking about is there were some people that were like, fuck this law. I need to drive my car any fucking day. So they hire people to go behind their car and block their license plate and walk behind their car in this traffic so that the <laughs> like you the, camera? the cameras don't pick them up. It shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like, dude, I could definitely do that shit. Bro, but okay, if you're hiring somebody to walk behind your car, why don't you just walk? If this <laughs> motherfucker's catching up to your car, why are you driving? Dude, I, dude, I don't know. Fuck That's it. just pretty gangster, though. Imagine if they're, they're going fast. He's like, run. <laughs> and he's like, cover the license plate. You got Hussein Bold in the back, bro. He's sprinting. Dude, he's down the top earner. Shit. He's the top earner. 
<laughs> for license blocker. Dude, but but I was like, I don't necessarily want to live in Iran, so I was like, maybe not. Yeah, it's either. a little sus. Yeah. It's just a little sus. I mean, and if they're doing shit like that, yeah. shit is definitely sus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so I decided uh, the last one I feel like is actually a little promising, and that is a handsome weeping boy. And it's in Japan, bro. Oh, handsome. And, and, and basically what it is is, so a lot of Japanese women find it hard to express themselves and show their emotions. So they hire these handsome weeping boys to come in and help them cry and basically de-stress their lives. Wait, so are, are, are we saying that like Japanese women are genetically like no, not emotional? Not like that's where I'm like, wait, can they just think, like not? No, I think it's a cultural thing that, oh, okay. that they, they, they have a hard time being emotional at least in, in the in the documentary i was watching on this the japanese women were saying that they were having a hard time really connecting with their emotions because of like i don't know they work too hard and shit like yeah that. it's probably the culture and they yeah. probably they probably don't have those emotions because they're just taught like this is what you're doing and that's it yeah you yeah. know what i mean but anyways so basically what this guy does is he goes in and he plays a video and it's a fucking sad video it, it's like the video is of a dog getting hit by a car. Oh my god! Or 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 a woman getting stood up at the altar. Sad fucking oh my shit, bro. God. Sad fucking shit. It, it's just sad. So he plays this video for them and basically gets them to cry. And then he he wipes their tears with a little handkerchief at the end, bro. Aww, that's and, fucking lit, dude. That's the job I fucking want, bro. I don't need a fucking video though. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, give me like 20 minutes, I will make you cry. Like, <laughs> shit. It's one of my superpowers. It sounds fucking terrible, but like, I swear to God, growing up, people will like challenge me, like, bro, you can't piss me off. That's like the biggest trigger for me. I'm like, dude, you don't understand. Like, I do this for a living, bro. I can piss <laughs> anybody off at any time. Dude, maybe you should go to Japan and become a handsome woman. I'd be boy. the fucking top dude. earner, bro. I would just make everybody sad. Just let them come into my fucking office, bro. I'll just shit on their life. Literally, you don't even have to. Like, that's what I'm saying. These kids, these guys literally get paid, though, just for showing a video and making people cry. That Yo, shit sounds the awesome. The handkerchief thing is sick. Like, imagine <laughs> just, like, walking up and, like, dabbing a little Japanese it woman. <laughs> it literally, he literally dabs, he dabs their eyes. He's, he's, a, he's a cool guy. Which, all right, so now that you've said all three, which one, which one are you going for? I, I really think that uh, the handsome weeping boy is probably the coolest. So I think I would do that. Although I would try that slapping competition maybe once. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're out. doing that shit. Dude, it's hilarious <laughs> though. They literally put like that uh, chalk powder on their hands before they do every slap. Like they are LeBron James. Bro, bro. <laughs> they literally think bro, they LeBron need good is. grip. You know how hard it is? If you get like a little bit of a wet hand and that slips off their face, bro. And then you got to take a full on fat guy, like a fat guy slap. Hell no, dude. dude that's yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've picked your career path, let's turn that shit into a passion. Bring on the fucking meat. Bring on the meat. This ain't no vegan shit, bro. I want to see your meat. Oh. All right. So today's meat is about finding your passion. This one has really excited us. Um, a, a topic that I think really is important to both of us because we could tell you guys kind of about our passion, but but that's going to be at the end. Um, um, the first thing we want to really get into is um, we actually have a tool um, that we found fun and helpful 
to help you become more self-aware and kind of understand your own personality as a person. So I think that's the first step is kind of figuring out who you are and becoming more self-aware. So there's actually online um, a test you could take. It's called the 16 personalities. Um, and this is the world's most widely used personality yeah. assessment. Um, it's really cool. Me and Jay uh, both took the test. And we, we honestly, before we even tell you what we got, we wanted to just highlight uh, a couple of our favorite personalities and, and kind of like give you an idea of, of like what category you may fit in. Obviously, there's way more than the, the four we're going to talk about today, but we just wanted to highlight a few. So the first one is the logician. So logicians pride themselves on inventiveness and creativity. Their unique perspective and vigorous intellect um, gives them the ability to, or these are just extreme thinkers, essentially. Yeah. So celebrity um, comparisons or, or celebrity logicians are Bill Gates, Albert Einstein, and another example would be Isaac Newton. So I don't fucking fit in this category. I'll tell you that much right yeah, now. Yeah. I don't think anybody listening probably fits this shit. <laughs> To be honest, you're probably doing some other shit. You're probably on some rocket science shit, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, these guys are just advanced, bro. These are like the nerds, but like, even nerds call these guys nerds, bro. (laughs) Dude, it's actually one of the rarest types, too. It's only 3% of the population is a logician. Hell, I mean, think about the names we just said Bill Gates, Albert Einstein, Isaac Newton. If your ass is in there, bro, I don't even know. I don't even know if I fuck with you. I, if, if, you're, if you're in there, though, please come on the podcast and blow my mind. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, another personality are uh, the advocates. So advocates have an inborn sense of idealism and mortality. But what sets them apart is that they are not ideal dreamers. So, um, They're advocate- not idle dreamers. Oh, idle. Sorry, I can't read. <laughs> We'll talk about that later, too. Uh, so uh, celebrity examples will be Martin Luther King, uh, Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa. How could you hate anybody from this group? Yes, yeah. These these guys go above and beyond to really, like, fix the world and fucking help Yo, shit, Mother right? Teresa? Like, if anybody says anything bad about Mother Teresa, fuck you. And, and, and two, Martin Luther King? That's my fucking dog, bro. <laughs> Dude, straight up though, people have been saying some fucked up shit about Mother Teresa. What do you mean? What? I don't know. She apparently is like bad, but I don't know if that's true. Oh, she was fucking full of shit, huh? Yeah, apparently she was mean. Well, <laughs> she's a know. very mean girl. I guess so. <laughs> but it's cool. Well, who came out and was like, all right, yo, like 300 years later, like, dude, Mother Teresa. 300 years, bro? <laughs> she was alive when you were alive. Oh. Do you know who Mother Teresa is? Bro? I thought she was like the old lady from like the Roman Catholic Church. She Am is. I tripping? No, she is. But she Wait. was alive when you were alive. But she died. I didn't know that yeah. she was this recent. Yeah, she was recent. So it came out like people were like, "Nah, like she, she was. She's kind she, of a, she, yeah. Kind of but, a but the cool thing she did is like she was surrounded by leopards, bros. And <laughs> no, literally, that's what she was like known for is like helping people with like leprosy. Oh, I thought you meant like she was surrounded by leopards, like oh, like the cat. Oh, I was like, what, what does that have to do with anything? But I'm like, that's fucking gangster. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would love to be fucking surrounded by leopards. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. The next category or the next personality is uh, campaigners. So campaigners tend to see life as a big, complex puzzle where everything is kind of connected. But unlike um, the analyst personality type, campaigners see it through a prism of emotion, compassion, and mysticism. Did I say that right? Yes. And are always looking for a deeper meaning. Um, Celebrity examples would be Willy Wonka, Spider-Man, 
Michael Scott. Nappy and Jay. Nappy and fucking Jay. This is actually when we, we actually both separately took the personality test and we both got the campaigner personality. Because this is dopest, bro. It's, Willy it's Wonka, sick. Superman, those are my fucking it's dudes. It's Spider-Man, bro. Spider-Man's, first off. Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah, no, way better than fucking me, Superman. Yeah, I was just going to say, time out. I actually don't fuck with Superman. Like, I don't either. At all. I don't know why I said like, that. I honestly don't like people that like him. Uh, yeah, he's kind of annoying. He's Spider annoying. Spider-Man was always my favorite. Yeah, Spider-Man's up. a G and Batman's a G and like... Like if you like Superman, I'm just like, dude, you like you're just corny as fuck. You you like you like Batman, so it makes sense why you don't. Dude, like your Superman. favorite movie is probably fucking uh, Avengers or fucking Transformers. Well, you know Avengers isn't in the same universe as Superman. <laughs> I don't think you knew that. It's Marvel, not. DC. I just meant. <laughs> I told you I'm not big on pop culture. I'm just like, yeah, you probably just like Superman shit. Like I don't know. <laughs> All right, and then the last category we're talking about is the entertainer. So this one sounds pretty obvious. So no other personality type is as generous with their time and energy as entertainers when it comes to encouraging others. And no other personality type does it with such irresistible style. We're talking people like Marilyn Monroe, Elton John, Miley Cyrus. So crazy motherfuckers. I think Britney Spears was also in that fucking category. Yeah, dude. I mean, maybe you're going to be an entertainer. Like, yo, imagine taking this personality quiz, but yo, I should be a fucking entertainer. And then, like, you just realize your path is now being an actor, actress. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, good for you, bro. <laughs> the, the problem is, it's probably hard. It, that's, that's what I was thinking about. Some of these uh, personalities, if you get stuck with the one, you really got to make it big. Like, yeah. entertainer, you really got to go, like, all out to get to where you need to be. A logician, you just got to be smart as fuck. And bro, but if you're like a logician, you're probably a genius and you're probably going places anyways, bro. True. They're all probably at Harvard chilling, like laughing at us right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I mean, again, those are just some of the personalities from 16 personality tests. We're not sponsored. So don't think that we just fucking did no, this no. for some money. Hell no. But um, yeah, go check check it out. Try it. Um, and I'm just curious to see what, what your guys' personalities are. Um, but moving on from that, we, we kind of talked about, you know, being more self-aware. Um, that's kind of the beginning of trying to find your passion. So what we want to do in this next section is, is talk to you about the different ways to truly find your passion. Um, and we have a couple uh, key categories that we've kind of come up with. And I think that after listening to this, it should give you uh, at least a couple tools and, and tricks to kind of really sit down with yourself and figure that out. So the first thing is... Uh, or first tip is pay attention to who makes you annoyed or jealous. And I thought this was a really good one. Um, the, the question here is, are the people that make you annoyed or jealous actually the person or people you wish that you were? That shit blew my mind, dude. Dude, that that, that really blows my mind too because I – I don't know. I don't like type A personalities, but maybe it's because like I envy that I don't have that detail oriented mind and the practical skills that people like that have. You know what I mean? My source of jealousy are people that like I really do may maybe wish I was. Um, I, I look at some people like, you know, these entrepreneurs who are just living the cool life. And I'm just like, wow, that's like so cool. They don't go to a nine to five or, you know, they have all this money or whatever. And I just like look at it and I get like pissed, but maybe it's because really deep down inside, like I wish I was that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's really crazy because you don't think about it like that, but your jealousy is actually probably a projection of really 
what you're passionate about because you're looking at it and saying like, damn, why are they doing that? Like, or how are they doing that? I can do that or I can do it better. Yes, exactly. You know no, what I mean? No, I, I really think that it, it is good to look at what makes you jealous in other people and, and try to internalize that and figure out, okay, stepping back, why am I jealous here? Is it really just because I want what they have or is it because like what they're doing is exactly what I want to do? It's, it's super interesting. And I never, ever really like looked at jealousy like that. I've always been just like, ah, like I'm just mad. But if you really look at it, it could actually help you yeah. distinguish maybe the things you really do like, because you see people have these things and you know, you want them too. but all right. So next one is inventory your talents. So really, what are you good at? Uh, what do you have a, a natural aptitude for? Um, you know, and, and I want you actually to even forget the things that you're good at, but don't bring you like good energy or, um, positive vibes because there's a lot of stuff that you could be good at that you hate doing. Like, yeah, I'm, this is going to sound nerdy as fuck, but I actually really, I feel like I'm really good at math. Um, I, I got like A's in all my calculus classes, whatever, but I just cannot stand to sit there and and do some shit like that. I just can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right. I look look at it. I'm just like, wow, that seems like a lot of work. I don't fuck with it. And I, I really also think that you should look at talent broadly. I think a lot of um, time people are like, shit, I don't have a talent because I can't play basketball or because I can't sing. Because they, they think of talents at, in those sense instead of like what – other things could you be good at? I always thought it like that. And then I realized that I was just really resilient and I, I was always able to never give up. And that that's something that a lot of people don't have that I do have. And I think that it, it helps me in whatever the fuck I want to do. So Yeah, I actually think that it's actually a really good point to the example I made. I, I just made it specific and said, oh, math. But really, if you take a look back, it's probably more just like I'm very logical. I'm yes. able to break down and analyze exactly. and problem solve really well. So maybe it's not math that I enjoy, but take a step back. The talent is really the problem solving and, yes. the, and the analytical skills. And that's what you really want to take. And you want to you want to write those things down like, all right, I really do these things well. Like I converse with people well. I analyze problems really well. And I, I think this is, again, going to help you um, – not only find your passion, but but even give you the tools or the reasons why you could be and flourish in whatever you choose to do. Exactly. So uh, the next thing is – so this next part is more about uh, being self-aware. Um, and, and we want to talk about meditating. And I think it's interesting because a lot of the time when you hear the word meditate, what do you think of? Um. <laughs> I do, yeah, like you just think of like some yogi that's like sitting there on top of a mountain, like doing a fucking cat pose and like thinking and analyzing about their life. And it, like, you know what? I guess that in a sense is meditating, yes. sure. Yes. But like, have your own version of meditating. Um, I, I was talking to this about my brother the other day. He's like, oh, you don't sit down and meditate. Like, you never think about, like, dude, no, yes, I do. Like, even like little things, like just. Being in the shower, don't play any music, just sit there in your own thoughts. Like think about uh, the times where you're just sitting there in silence and you actually be really surprised. And there's two times that it really pops out for me. It's one is the shower and two is right before I go to bed. I get some of my best ideas right when I'm like, I put my phone down and you just, you don't realize sometimes that sitting with yourself in silence is so valuable because you start talking to yourself about what you want to do uh, and, and the things that make you happy. Yeah, I think that one of the key aspects of meditation is being able to look at yourself in a third person in a perspective that 
not your normal head, just your normal thoughts just going through your head. It's more like you're observing your own thoughts from an outside point of view. And if you're able to take a step back and, and really observe your life and observe who you are, that will help you find out what you are passionate about. Yeah. I, I think what you're trying to say is, you know, again, most of the things we do day to day when we're doing shit, it's subconscious, right? Like, oh, I'm hungry. You just start eating. Like you don't think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you take the moment to step back and just like, really think about your subconscious and think about why you think the way you do. Yeah. I, again, it's just so powerful to becoming more self-aware and figuring out what the hell you really want to do. Yeah. Um, and then the next point we want to talk about is time. Um, you know, finding your passion takes time. And I, I think that one's uh, almost an obvious one. Um, but we have a, a different perspective on that. So take the time to try new things. You know, sometimes the thing that you think you might like may not be everything you thought it would or could be. Yeah, no, I think that going off that, I, I knew that going into my undergrad, I wanted to be a sports agent. So I went and I did business law because I was like, okay, when I graduate here, I'm going to go to law school and then I'm going to go and be a sports agent. Now that I'm 25, I'm looking back and yes, I still love sports, but I know that I am much more than just doing sports all day. You know, like I, I, I'm interested in so many different things than just sports. So what I thought I was passionate about at 18 is completely different at 25. So it really does take time to really figure out who you are, first of all, and then what you want to do with the rest of your life. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I think the other time thing is, is like, you got to try the things that you think you're passionate about. Yes. Once you start doing them, you are going to realize the real side and the reality of it. Like it's just think about taking a new job. When you do an interview for any job after, you know, you could ask as many questions as you fucking want. Like, Oh, like, what do you do day to day? Like, what do you like, you know, are you on your computer a lot? Like what's going on until you start working and you're actually in the shits for fucking like a couple months, you don't really know what anything is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you need to take the time to figure out and try different and, and new things. Uh, and I, I think that leads us into our next section, which is don't be afraid to take the jump. I think the hardest part about, you know, finding your passion is actually getting started. It's, it's when, when, you know, you've taken all those things that, you know, the meditation, uh, your talents, um, you're, you're able to figure out what kind of things you want to do or have kind of a direction. You need to just start. You know what I mean? Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think that a lot of people right now, even listening to this podcast, you really do know what your passion is. You do know what you want to do, but you're afraid to do it. And you think, oh, I can't do it. And and you really just got to take the jump. It's good. It's going to be hard. Like doing and following your passion is not a fucking easy task. It's going to be one of the hardest things you do in your life, but it's worth it because at the end of the day, you'll be doing something you love. Yeah. And, and really what it is, is a lot of the times we get caught up in this mindset of, of being afraid to fail and like putting something out there and, and having your name behind it. You, you know, you have like this fear that people are not going to like you for the person you're becoming, or they're not going to see the vision that you see. You need to be able to kind of ignore those people. If someone is not supporting you in any dream or vision you have, you got to drop them. And I don't even care if it's like, one of your closest friends, like you need to realize in this life, you need to be able to really hone in, figure out what you want to do and go for it. You can't sit here and care about what everybody else is thinking because they don't know you like you know you. But not only what other people are thinking, but some people will think, okay, I have a really good job a nine to five. I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year. And maybe they want to be, let's just say a singer, right? Mm -hmm. If they 
if they really want to be a singer or an actor, they need to put in work and practice all the time. If they if they quit that job, they lose that security of that hundred thousand dollars every year. Then they they become a starving artist, and they're they're kind of up against the wall. So I think that that's what people are afraid of is failing to a point where you really have nowhere else to go. Right, and I, I you know you bring that up, and it's a really good point because. Uh, I think that it also leads into our next section entirely, which is our path to finding our passion, um, which which happens to be this podcast, because I'm actually in that exact scenario right now. Um, just a quick recap, uh, kind of like on me, I have I took obviously I went to school my whole life. I have my master's degree. Um, so I went to four years of college did a victory lap, five years. And then I actually went back and I got my master's, which was another year and a half, two years. That's a lot of schooling. I have a really damn good job right now. Yeah. You know, a solid nine to five. And I'm talking like I get paid really well. Um, and I work for one of the most elite consulting firms in the world. That's just a fact. And it's really crazy to me. I'm in that position. You know, you get there, you get that job. You're like, all right, I've worked my whole life for this. And now I'm sitting there. I'm just like, wait, like this is cool, but this isn't everything I want to do. Like, I don't know if I want to put this, you know, shirt on every day and, and sit here and do all this. Like it it didn't really occur to me until after I I tried it and started doing Mm -hmm. it that wait, this really isn't my passion. Like I, I love speaking. I loved, you know, um, just doing something else other than sitting at a desk. I feel like I was, I'm, I'm wasting my, my thoughts and my energy for a giant corporation when I want to, you know, put that thought and energy into what I want to do. Um, and I, I, again, I think that's what this is. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, you, you know, about me in law school, I, it's not my favorite thing to fucking learn law. And I found that out luckily while I'm in it. And, and that's why I, we decided to fucking start this because I think that what I realized is that three things that I really like to do in life is I love to teach. I love to learn. I love to entertain. and I love to fucking talk. So four things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me too, I mean, that's, that's really my favorite thing to do is I I think I'm intelligent. I, I really enjoy helping people. Um, I, I love to just shoot the shit. Like if I could pick one thing to do for the rest of my life and that's be with close friends or, or cool people and just fucking go off and just talk about life. You know what I mean? Like 100%. smoke a J and just really get into it. You know what I mean? Talk about the little intricacies of life. And I think that it, that's exactly what this podcast is all about. Um, and, and I think it's kind of how we figured out what our passion was because we knew we just, we liked to speak and we wanted people to hear our voice. And I, I just want to tell you how hard it is. You know, when we first started this thing, it's interesting because, you know, you would just think that it's easy. You just turn on a mic and you go, but it's really, there's so much that goes into it. That's behind the scenes. And we don't need to like go down that whole road, but you know, when we first started the podcast, like it's insane, like how much has just, we've just evolved, um, within our own passion. And it, and it just shows you like, dude, once you take that leap, I remember the first time you came over with the microphones and I was just like, Oh shit. Like, I don't know if I want to do this. And I think you just turned on, you're like, dude, let's just, let's just have a conversation and let's just record it. Let's just see what happens. I remember we recorded and we were like, yeah, this is kind of like sucky. This is trash. And we just like, kind of just like put it to the wayside. But then we kept coming back at it. Like every other week we were like, ah, like, you know, should we try? Like, yeah, let's try. So then we just started building new podcasts, like recording them. We we're like, wait, we really like enjoyed 
doing this. We're yeah. really good at this. And I, I think that goes back to our, you know, uh, our last point, which is don't be afraid to take the jump. Like you just got to get started. Once you get started, the ball will get rolling. Obviously right now it's not a huge thing. But if we continue to work at this for multiple years in a row and we continue to put out episodes and market ourselves properly, the right things are going to happen. And that's what you need to think about your own passion. Whatever it is, get started right now, put a goal out three to five years from now, and you would be surprised how like far you could take your own passion and transform something from whatever you want to do. Honestly, it does not matter. No, and, and that's 100% true because if you do what you're passionate about you're going to be good at it because you're going to devote all your time and energy to it because you love fucking doing it. So really, you have to figure out what you what you want to do, what you're passionate about, and just fucking put all your energy towards it and fucking kill the game, honestly, because you will. You will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I think what we really want to do is just motivate you to just get started. I mean, that's really the biggest thing. And just understand that these things don't happen overnight. Understand that maybe it isn't the thing that it's all cracked up to be and just try something new and just keep going. Just just do it. You got it. You know deep down what you want to do. Just fucking do it. This just got really motivational. Some I fucking Nike love it. Shit, bro. Let's uh let's let's roll it backwards. Let's get over the lightning round. Lightning round. Lightning round. I'll ask first question. So as quickly as you can. Run us through your morning routine. So like we talked about earlier, I press snooze a hundred times. Then <laughs> then what I do is I'll get up and I'll put on the Undisputed um, show with Skip and Shannon and listen to that. That's your I, shit, man. Well, I get in the shower. Uh, on Saturdays, usually actually I, I, I do masturbate. Before. No way. <laughs> that is so weird. I, 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 don't, I don't – honestly, I don't think I've morning masturbated in years. Literally wow. every single time I, and this sounds terrible, but not well, sounds not terrible, t- but this is the real truth is every time I do, it's right at night before I sleep, which I thought was a normal schedule. That is, that is normal. But apparently Saturdays not. are special. <laughs> Jay waits all week. <laughs> well, for me, uh, you know, I do the same thing. I snooze a bunch of time. I look at Twitter. I run, I take a poop. I turn the shower on and then I have my face routine. Ooh. Every single day, I do the same exact thing. I brush my teeth, take my retainer out. I do a facial scrub. Oh, a full facial yeah, scrub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I, I'm, in the, I'm in the fucking game. If you don't realize that skincare is a daily thing, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have a moisturizer. I also have a, a misting spray. And, you know, this is kind of metro. Yeah. But at misting the same, spray is a, yeah. little, a little crazy. <laughs> but that's good. <laughs> I brush my beard and I oh, brush the I beard. brush my Dad, beard. You go yeah. all out. So. I, and I also have a little bit of a secret too. Um, and this is for all the dudes out there. Um, there's this product called a fill god, which I use for my beard. beard. Yes. Oh, and I it's kind of like too. a pen. Um, it's very light and you could kind of just like any like bald spots you might have in your beard, you kind of fill it in a little bit and then use the brush. And I'm on my way. But then I got a full beard. My face is looking amazing. I, I walk into work and I look immaculate. So there you go. Sick. All right. My question is, what is your biggest pet peeve? All right. I've got four right, right off the top of the dome. Um, first one, I hate getting caught at lights. 
Like, like, I swear to God, if someone's in front of me and there's like a yellow and you fucking jam on your brakes and I miss the light behind you, I'm heated. Dude, I think most people don't like stopping at stop. No, no, no. Hell yeah. <laughs> I understand that. But like, it's like an extra, like, I like, I don't get road rage and that makes me pissed. I don't know why. The next thing is onions. I fucking cannot stand onions. Like, I don't even want to be in the same room as onions. So, like... Oh, shit. <laughs> dude. Like, I just, like... If there's an onion on my plate, I won't eat the food. Damn, dude. I don't... I just... I just... Onions and peppers, get them out of my face. Okay. Uh, third, boyfriends. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate boyfriends, dude. If I hear the word boyfriend, I literally kind of get, like, a chill down my spine. I'm just like, woo. Oh, they getting in your way. Yeah, huh? I'm like, woo. I was like, it almost makes me not want to talk to you. Obviously, I'm joking, but, you know, not really. <laughs> and then the fourth thing, and this is the most important. If you ever say crisscross applesauce around me, I will fight you on the spot. Oh, if, if shit. people don't know what that is, that's if you sit either West Coast says... Indian, Indian style. style and East Coast, I think, likes to say pretzel style. I never if, heard of pretzel style in my fucking life. <laughs> but it's way better than crisscross applesauce. Don't come to me with that fucking Wait, garbage. Why? Why? It's so long. Why <laughs> would you want to say that? And what the fuck is crisscross applesauce? Where, is that from a movie or it's something that I don't know? It's a fucking rhyme, bro. It's a lot. It's a lot. I just the person sitting. Don't say crisscross applesauce. That's fucking. All right. All right. <laughs> Whatever. What are your? Do you have any pet peeves? Uh, yeah. My my biggest pet peeve. I just fucking hate teachers' pets. Like, if, oh. you, if you're a teacher's <laughs> pet, I please just shut off this podcast. I don't care if we lose a listener. I just don't fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. No. No one fucking likes a teacher's pet. I mean, teachers' pets like teachers' pets, bro. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> this is like a weird question, um, but it, it has to be asked, and, and it is true that people do both of these things, but do you take your shirt off when you poop, and th- in private and or public? I mean, if it's hot in my house, I'll take my shirt off when I poop, but in general, <laughs> I'm not going to just take off my shirt when I poop, bro. And I've had this argument with numerous people, and I, and I guarantee there's people listening to this that do not know this. But there are a lot of people that even when they poop in public will take their shirt off before they poop and put it back on after they're done. Are you one of them? No. Is that why no. you know? Is that why you know? No, like, no. How do you know I, that there are people listen, out there? Well, one, at home, I'm, I never have a shirt on. So I don't ever have that problem. If I'm at home, my shirt's off. But if I'm in, if I'm in public, I don't give a shit. I don't care if I got a coat on. I'll leave that shit on, bro. Okay, then how do you people, know people, people are do afraid? Because I've I'm telling you, I've had a discussion with my friend group numerous times, and there is multiple people that said they'll take their shirt off. And, <laughs> and here's the reason that I, I hear, which is they they think that poop is gonna get on the shirt, like in the back. Where the fuck are these people's assholes? <laughs> Like honestly, <laughs> I don't understand. It's really, it's really not that hard. But I guess they were just like trained as like little people. They, they must have, they must have pooped on themselves before. Wait, that's bro. what I'm saying. Like, but it's crazy to me. Like, I'm pretty sure there's like a Seinfeld episode on this. But yeah, it, it is way more prevalent than you think. I want you to. My request to you is like, ask people around you. I think it's more dudes. 
But ask people around you if they you take know their what? shirt off. I think it's an East Coast thing now that I'm thinking about it because you guys had those like long white tees in the 90s, bro. Yeah, dude. That that's shit was why, gangster. Bro. That's why. I would leave my long white tee on in school. But, but that's why it probably got poop on it, bro. <laughs> it's just too long. It's way too long, bro. All right. What's your question? Okay. My question is, what's your favorite vegetable? All right. This one's easy, but I also have some um, notable awards. Easy mashed potatoes. Anything I love. So I potatoes? love potatoes, dude. Fries of any sort. Waffle. French. What are the other, <laughs> <laughs> what are the other ones? Uh, what's curly? The, like, the serrated ones? Oh, yeah, yeah. Curly. I don't know if, if there's other ones. Maybe I'm just saying dumb shit. But I want to have a special shout out. I don't like consider that to me like to be a veggie. Because everybody Because it's like shit. more of a starch. And I think people are going to argue me like, it's a veggie. All right, got it. But if we were like thinking like traditional like at home white people vegetables, I'm thinking like cauliflower or carrots and it's a tie. People hate on cauliflower. I mean, I don't fuck with cauliflower. That shit's so plain. Yo, somebody gives me a cauliflower fucking pizza, I throw that shit in the <laughs> face, bro. I get so upset. I throw that shit to the ground. I fucking hate that trend. Fuck those people that made that. That shit is disgusting. It does not taste I, like regular crust. I'm not gonna lie. I've 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 had a cauliflower pizza in my time, and it's not. It, they it, they just say it's healthier, but like, yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Okay, mine is definitely 100% lettuce. Cause I'm killing it. That's so boring. No, no. I'm I'm from Salinas, California, homie, the salad bowl capital of the world. <laughs> Yo, seventy percent of the lettuce that Americans eat comes from my city. Did you notice that like places stop having lettuce? It's because there was an E. coli break out in Salinas. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know this. I didn't know lettuce was part of your heritage. hundred <laughs> percent. I rep lettuce all yeah. day. That's my kid shit. Loves, kid loves the green. Dude, it's the best. Like, okay, what don't you put lettuce what do you, in? What do you mean what don't it's you, the best? What, what don't you put lettuce in, really? Lettuce is always you know, in everything. You want to hear something crazy? Like, when I order stuff, I will say no tomato, no lettuce. Okay, I usually, I'm just like, yo, fuck lettuce. Yeah. Lettuce is useless. It's literally just like, it's like annoying in my mouth. It's zero calories. Like, just boring. Are you going to eat salad ever in your life? I, I swear to God, I only eat what I can kill. <laughs> I, I I really don't fuck with salads. You, you can I don't I don't eat a lot of salads. Like I, I think I went to a salad place the other day and I literally just ate the meat and the sides they gave with, with me. I, I didn't I didn't touch the lettuce. Oh fuck it. <laughs> Alright, well that's today's podcast. Find your fucking passion. Um and hopefully this lightning round just made you feel a lot better about your day. Thanks. I like talking over the uh, outro music. It makes us feel good. It makes me feel like I'm, I'm like a news reporter. You know what I mean? Like they're just like finishing up their work. Like Anchorman, bro? Yeah. <laughs>